blessings and glory to the God of our salvation on this morning. Another day that the Lord has blessed us with according to his own goodness and mercy. That is uh, from everlasting unto everlasting. We do give him the glory on this morning. Another chance that he has given unto us that we may lift his name up in praise. His name be glorified in all that we do. We welcome you to With Purpose, my purpose podcast. It is the podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose and our identity in Christ Jesus. We have to know who we are and to whom we belong. That is a very important role that the Lord has entrusted us with. We come into the knowledge that we belong to him that we are a part of the body of Christ that he left here to continue in his work until he returned. And he did not leave us defenseless. He did not leave us lonely. He left us with his Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, to lead and to guide us and give us directions. And not only that, once we have received we know our identity in him the Holy Ghost seals us he seals us you are marked you're marked he seals us until Christ returns what a mighty God that we serve who has already prepared our future from the beginning hallelujah to the Lamb of God as we continue our study in the book of Revelations, understanding the seven churches that John was given a vision through by God as he was cast aside to the Isle of Patmos. He was given a vision and a letter with directions to the seven churches that was scattered out through the providence of Asia Minor which is today is called Turkey. These seven churches was very important during that time. Again, they were physical churches, but as we reflect on them for the now, they are in a chronological order of the characteristics of the seven churches that Christ talks to John about um, that we would see involved all the way up to the end of time and we have made it up to the sixth church which is the church of Philadelphia the church of Philadelphia so you heard the saying that Philadelphia is called the city of brotherly love that is where this come from remember these these this providence is under the rule of the Roman Romans ruled over by the Romans and just like the rest of the areas this church was surrounded by paganistic gods they had temples but also in the midst of all of that we continue with the church which was the church of Philadelphia located inward inward land um, quite far from the beginning Ephesus. These letters travel from the borders 
of the shores all the way to the inland and Philadelphia was far uh, almost the farthest church inland we have one more church which is lay let us see but uh, the church of Philadelphia was known as the brotherly love and as as Christ began to talk to the church he, he again introduced himself he said I am he who is holy I am he who is true I am he who holds the key of David that opens the door that no man closes and closes the door that no man can open. I have set in front of you an open door. Here again, his tone change a little bit. He does, he simply say, I know your works. He does not uh, individualize what they do, but he said, I know your works. And he tells them, you got a little strength. You got a little strength. You have not denied my name and you have kept, kept the faith. So the, this church is known as the church of faith. Even though he said you have a little strength. In, in other words, you have received the Holy Ghost, which gives you power. And you have not denied my name. That's very important. You carried on the work. You picked up my name. You picked up the cross. And you have been carried in with all this stuff going on around you. You continued in the word. You kept the word. You kept the word. Not that this church probably just like the other. Not that it was perfect. But they kept the word. They kept the word and faith, believing God. They never denied his name. And I understand that these churches, yeah, they were they were uh, being persecuted. But they never denied his name. They hold fast to what they had been taught through by the teaching of the apostles. They read the word for themselves. They held fast. To what they was taught through by the Holy Ghost. And evidently they acted on it because he said that they kept the faith and they did not deny him. And the Holy Ghost is the keeper. He is the one that, uh, that enable you to stand strong in your faith. And once you receive that knowledge... And that understanding, it seals it within you. Can't nobody take it away from you. And and the Lord is bragging, bragging on this church. You had a little strength, but you used what you had to hold on. Hold on to what you need. That's powerful. So their focus was on the Lord. They was they was focused on the Lord and as he introduced himself in, in the introduction there, he said, I am he who holds the key of David. He is referencing um, Elikim, which was the doorkeeper. Hallelujah. He was a doorkeeper in David's kingdom. And he held the keys to the doors. No man could come in and no man could go out unless they went through Elikim. I am the doorkeeper. I am he, he says. It reflects as I am 
the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except by me. Now the Lord said, I hold the key of David. And understand the realistic in, in our world. David was a wealthy king. He was very wealthy and he had great possessions. God, the Lord is interchanging here now. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man come to the Father except by me. So we go through Jesus Christ in order to get our prayers heard by God. Hallelujah. And if we're in Christ Jesus... Those prayers go to God and, and God reaffirm and reassure us in who we are and our status in him. And our needs are supplies. Our bodies are made whole in Christ Jesus. As we go through him, through his righteousness, because we are filth and no man, you know, sinful flesh can't tarry. Tarry in the presence of God without being destroyed because of sin you instantly be destroyed. But as we go through Jesus the Christ, his righteousness, hallelujah, we're hid in his righteousness. Not that our own, because our righteousness is nothing more than filth. But we can be in right standing. Right standing with God. Just like the church of Philadelphia. With this little strength, hallelujah, that we have in, in our belief in our faith, and walking in the Word of God, becoming the Word of God, emulating what He did here on earth. It's possible, y'all. But it's something that we must practice each and every day of our life. We can't pick the Word up when it feels good and put it down when we don't, because it, we don't want to suffer or endure some things or battle through some things. This is the warfare. This is a warfare. When we surrender unto the Holy Spirit and we truly walk as God has called us to, it becomes a little bit easier each day. But it's something that we must have to, we begin to practice in. And the Holy Spirit guides you all the way, giving you discernment of spirit. Discernment, you know, to see the enemy before he attacks, before he gets on you you ever had that that time that you just felt like something wasn't right or something was going to happen uh, and the Lord wakes you up in the midnight hour and tells you to pray are you going alone through your day and you just get that strong urgency that is the hour that we're in God is giving us warning after warning after warning he said you see the signs around you that I've already spoken of. Prepare yourself for he's soon to return. And that's what he's telling this church here in Philadelphia. Hold to what you have. Hold fast to what you have. Because the hour is coming and it is yet upon us. That the world is going to be tempted and is going to be drawn away by the, the uh, enemy. By these uh, dragons that we have talked about uh, in the first part of Revelation, the rising of these kings and these nations, where he calls the beast. 
where he talks about Babylon, the people of the church that are drawn away into idolatry, into false doctrine and false teaching and falling after after these false gods, sorcery, witchcraft, liars. They're being drawn away, stumbling balls. He said he has a place for them. And then he, he, again, he referenced those who say they are Jews and are not, which are the synagogue of Satan. He's going to cause them to bow down at their feet and know that these are children of God. Again, those who say they are Jews and are not. These are those that, and they probably was Jews, but just because they was born into Judaism doesn't make them a Jews. Remember we talked about the circumcision of the heart is what God is looking for in Romans. The circumcision of the heart, not of the flesh, but of the heart. Spiritual circumcision. That was a law. That was a practice of the Jews. What we talked about that on the eighth day, the boy child had to be circumcised um, as, as a law that was given unto Abraham. But, but the, the word said that he would rather see you circumcision of the heart. That means that you cut away uh, fleshly things or in representation of things of this world in order that you serve God. Because again, the Jews didn't believe that Gentiles, the Greek, and all these other people would go to heaven. They believed that they was the only descendant. But Jesus, he destroyed that. He engrafted us in by which now we can cry, Abba, Father. We are the adopted children. But the Jews, those Jews were still teaching against that. But he was just reminding them who they are in him. No matter where you came from, no matter what you have did, as long as you come by the gatekeeper. Hallelujah. You come through by the gatekeeper that open the doors that no man you don't have to worry about people you just gotta go through by the gatekeeper the one that gives you the strength that you need to enable you to continue the walk hallelujah and he said you're gonna come through this time and these are the times we're living in right now you're gonna go through this time but because of your little faith and you kept the word you remain faithful until the end as Paul said I fought a good fight I stayed the course. You got to stay on track. That's what the enemy is designed to do. He is want to kick, kick you off the right path that you're on. But we came through by the gatekeeper. The one that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. There is no other way. Don't ever let people tell you that there's more than one way to get to God. No, there is no other way. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man come to the Father except by me. And we continue in that brotherly love. How is it that he, he chose the church of Philadelphia, even though it, the, the man that built it, one of the Roman emperors that built it, he named the city after his brother, and that's why they call it brotherly love. But it's just ironic. 
because two of the, the main commandments that Jesus quoted, love the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and to love thy brother as thyself. And we are here at this time in chronological order at the Church of Philadelphia. The city known, this place is known as brotherly love. We as we are to love one another as we love ourselves, love thy neighbor. So it's fulfilling. Here we are fulfilling the word of God in scripture in this place. And then this is the sixth church, and six is the number of man. And the sixth, on the sixth day, God created. Mm. And here we are, getting ready to go into the seventh, seventh church. But he said, now a great temptation is going to come up on the earth. He's going to cut this time short that we would not fall into it. The hour is here. We got to make preparation. We got to be prepared. We got to spread the word, whether they want to hear it or not. Praying every day, God, send me to the people that you desire for me to go to, to you, that you desire for me to speak to. Walk it under his anointing. Walk it under his authority. Lord, man, woman, boy, a girl, the gospel has got to go forth. And we can't afford to be distracted by the enemy camp. So we keep our eyes on God. So we continue to pray and we continue to push. Just the other morning, I went to um, the gym and, and you know you get sweaty and say but it was I just had to destroy power to stop by a Kroger's grocery store and just pick up something to cook and just in line paying for it and, and this woman I didn't know her she didn't know me and she just began to open up and, and just talk to me about all that she had gone through she was hurting. She began to cry. And I'm listening and allow her to speak. And, and I asked her, I said, did you hear what she said? She said that I have went through so much. And I asked her again, did you hear what she said? <laughs> I said, you went through it. You didn't stay there. You went through it. And now she's dealing with depression. I said, it's enough to shout about if you go ahead and begin to praise God because you said you went through it. You didn't stay in the situation and you're still standing here today. If you begin to worship and give God the praise over the little things, it, it may still hurt and that hurt may never go away. But you went through it. He did not allow you to stay in there could have easily been the other way but he gave you just enough strength to make it through it this is what he's calling encourage one another in the word of God sometimes we have to remind each other and ourselves that God is in control and he'll never 
allow us to go through anything or suffer anything that he will not use for his glory. And anytime we get our opportunity to be used by God, hallelujah, we are to count all joy that he even thought enough of us worthy to even suffer on this side. Because we'd rather suffer on this side, hallelujah, than to endure the pits of hell with the, for, with the devil and his angels. So whatever the Lord bring us to, he will bring us through. We continue to pray and give God the glory for the great things that he has done, that he's doing right now. We've almost made it through these seven churches and we're going to do a recap and, and really get an understanding of what the Spirit is saying to the church in this hour. You all be blessed. Be safe out there on today in Jesus' name.